This is Father Kevin Hale with a homily for the fifth Sunday of Easter, the 29th of April. I would like to begin this homily by telling you three very revealing things about myself. I would like to, but I'm not going to, because it wouldn't be appropriate and the homily is not about me. But if I did tell you something each week that was very revealing, you would all be sitting up expectantly, although I would guess that after a certain period of time, you'd cease to be captivated or surprised and treat everything I said as rather commonplace. Well, nothing Jesus says in the Gospel is commonplace, because every time he opens his mouth and says something about himself, we are enthralled, or at least we should be. I am the vine, and you are the branches. Unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you have no life in you. I am the bread of life. Remain in me as I remain in the Father. All of these statements together point to the fact that Jesus is not simply an inspiring teacher to whom we listen or a preacher trying to be original every week. There's nothing as flat and as superficial as that. In the Christian faith, Jesus is a field of force in which we participate, a body of which we are cells and molecules, a river in which we swim. And that's only getting close to it, because there's an organic relationship between Christ and Christians. This is why he can make these startling statements, just as the branch cannot bear fruit all on its own, neither can you, unless you remain in me. In this life, the only way to be effective from both the human and spiritual perspective is to be joined to our Lord and remain so. Saint Augustine comments on the Gospel of this Sunday, the wood of the vine is more contemptible if it does not abide in the vine and the more glorious if it does abide. For being cut off, it is profitable neither for the vine dresser nor for the carpenter. For one of these only is it useful the vine or the fire. If it is not the vine, it goes to the fire. To avoid going to the fire, it must be joined to the vine. We can all admire great personalities and characters in history. There's been a film made recently about Winston Churchill that portrays him as one of the great saviours of our country in modern times. But you'd never be tempted to make statements about him or anyone else like him in the way Jesus does about himself. You'd never say that without Churchill I couldn't live or that you had to remain in him. But this is exactly what Jesus says about himself. But these statements Jesus makes are startling for another reason, because they run counter to many of our own inclusive sensibilities. In our culture today, the great virtue is inclusivity. The great vice is exclusivity. To say I've got something that's uniquely mine or this makes me uniquely distinct from you is not acceptable. We're very much into the inclusive style. So the sayings of Jesus like, unless you remain in me, you can do nothing or apart from me, no one has life, can strike us as insensitive, exclusive. Is Jesus really saying that unless a person is explicitly rooted in him, he cannot be saved? Or that those who have rejected him are just like a worthless branch destined for the fire. To understand this, we have to place it in a wider context. 
Jesus is not simply one guru or teacher among many. We say he is the word made flesh. He is the very embodiment of that by which God makes and sustains the world. It means that anything that exists at all exists through him. This is what St John explains right at the start of his Gospel. In the beginning was the Word. All that came to exist came to exist and to be through him. If he is the Word of God made flesh, then we do find our very being in him. He is like the sun and the air we breathe. If you take away the sun, you don't have any light. If you take away the air, we no longer have oxygen and we die because we can't breathe. Therefore, everything is grounded in Christ. And whether it be science or philosophy or the arts, whenever we engage in any process of thought or speculation, we are grounded in the word made flesh. We're swimming in this divine intelligibility. That is why Jesus insists that we have to remain in him, that apart from him, we can nothing, because everything comes from him. No other religious teacher could ever say this, or has said this, but the one who is the word made flesh can and must say these things. The implication is that every person on the planet, be they Buddhist, Hindu, Jew, Muslim, Christian, non-believer, is, in this sense, rooted in Christ, whether they know it or not, or are conscious of it or not. So what difference does it make to be a Christian? Well, if everyone is rooted in the eternal word, what's the point of being a Christian? The answer is Christians obviously have the fullness of truth, that's what we believe. But we've also been given the enormous privilege of knowing this word made flesh in a personal way. The God of the universe, as St John says in his letter, is one whom we have seen with our eyes, that we have touched with our hands the word of life. This is what we share with you. That's the Christian difference. Everyone is somehow rooted in and conditioned in Christ. And we Christians who have a relationship with Jesus have seen this with our eyes, touched it with our hands. What a privilege. A privilege of participating as fully as one can in this logic that lies beyond all of the universe. So the question is, why in the world would we wander away? Parents often ask this question about their families when their children have left the faith. They often blame themselves. But here's a simple test. Answer these questions. Is Christ God? Yes. Was he sinless? Yes. Could he perform miracles? Yes. Did he have a perfect understanding of human nature? Yes. Could he get most people to follow him? No. Do we think that we're better at passing on the faith than the God-man? We can't do simple tasks, let alone perform miracles. But God just asks us to raise our families as best we can. We try and sometimes we fail, and then he takes over, because they're his. St Peter had it right when the crowds wandered away and Jesus asked the apostles if they would go away too. And Peter replies, where shall we go to? You alone have the words of eternal life. Wherever we go in life, seeking truth, beauty or love, every spiritual or intellectual quest is finally a quest for him. 
we've been given this enormous privilege of knowing the word of God. And that's why he wants us to remain rooted in him, in the vine. This Sunday afternoon, there is the Rosary on the Coast initiative in which thousands of Catholics in hundreds of locations around our land will pray the Rosary at three o'clock for faith, life and peace in our country. If you can bear spare 30 minutes this afternoon, we will pray at the Esplanade at the bottom of Chalkwell Avenue with no fanfares or dramatics, simply praying the rosary there, asking the Mother of God to watch over and protect this land which has been dedicated to her from ancient times and through that prayer to bring many graces and blessings and protection on this country that we love so much. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, constantly accomplish the paschal mystery within us, that those you were pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen.